yourself with spunout.ie. Hannah from spunout.ie, thank you so much for joining us on the Zoo Crew. Thank you for having me. Uh, so this week we're going to talk a little bit about social media. And again, it's it's such a huge part of our lives. We eat, sleep and breathe social media. So much work is done through it these days. But a lot can be said and a lot is said for people stepping back taking a well-needed break from it every so often. We've done it on the show a couple of times, even though it's very, very hard to do. People call it the digital detox. Uh, So, Hannah, what sort of um, benefits are there to digital detoxing and how can people find it hard to do or why can they find it hard to do sometimes? Yeah, well, I think, first of all, something that's really important to recognise is just the fact that we've all been spending so much time at home over the last year and as a result, we've spent so much more time online. Um, especially because to stay connected with friends or family or to go to work or school or college, it's all happening online. So we're even more connected than we were before and we were already pretty connected. Um, And so as a result of that, we're kind of more dependent on technology and it might be impacting us in ways that we're not realising. It's important to say that it's actually a really positive thing that we've been able to stay connected in this way and there's nothing wrong with spending time on social media. But the most important is you're considering how it makes you feel and taking that time to think about how do I feel when I'm on this app or on this platform and uh, do I want to change something about that that's the most important thing to do when you're considering whether or not you need to come cut back on your social media use I think one of the scariest things of the last 12 months is seeing your screen time on your phone I know I'm very guilty of it too like I can spend maybe eight or nine hours of the waking day on my phone which is really really frightening um have you found that people find it quite beneficial maybe to put one of those um the what do you call them almost like a screen timer like that after you spend a certain amount of time that's it you're cut off would you recommend maybe doing something like that yeah definitely I think those kind of screen time apps are really beneficial for giving you insight into your use on your phone and it can be really surprising and maybe the apps that you didn't think you were spending that much time on you're actually spending a lot more time on than you realized and it's also maybe an automatic thing we're kind of going to autopilot where next thing you know you realize you're halfway through your feed and you didn't even remember opening it up and how you got there. So it can be really beneficial to use those apps that maybe limit your time or kind of when you go and it kind of tells you you want to do this because that autopilot system that you go into um, can mean you're less mindful of your your like social media use. Um, and I think when we talk about digital detox, sometimes uh, people kind of have the idea of just cutting yourself off from technology entirely. Um, but it doesn't have to be that way. It can just mean looking at those few apps that you use more often than you or, as I said before, thinking about how you feel when you're on social media and maybe looking at the accounts that you're following and asking, do I really need to follow this person? Or maybe if you don't want to, um, if you don't want to unfollow the person, then um just muting the accounts that maybe are making you feel so good so when it comes to digital detox it doesn't have to mean cutting yourself off entirely it can just mean taking the time to think about how does this make me feel do I want to follow this account maybe there's notifications that you get that kind of give you anxiety every time you see them do you need to get those notifications maybe it's just about going through that and, and saying I'm going to keep these notifications switched on and I'm going to switch these ones off it can be different for everyone um, and it's that key thing is saying how do I feel about this and do I want to feel this way and then making decisions based on that yeah I think when people uh, hear the words digital detox and they're trying to 
you know consider for themselves that's one thing they think of it's like do you have to just like lock your phone in a drawer and go completely cold turkey from social media and everything which can which again because it's such a big part of our lives it can be scary to do it like that but i not that i did a digital detox recently but i I became conscious of like what, where I was spending my time and I, I wanted to get a little bit better uh, of not like wasting uh, minutes and hours of the day on certain apps. So like that, I did what you just said. I turned off notifications. Now, I only did it for one app in particular, but I was like, you know what? That's a start. And that was TikTok because I found that when I got a, a notification on TikTok, I'd go in, check the message or whatever it was, and then I'd just be in it for hours and hours on end and again that's the point that's the that's what the app wants you to do it wants you to keep scrolling for hours and it provides you with all this amazing content and you can be just kept in there for hours but there are little there are tips and other ways to to uh utilize your digital detox like you said it's not just turning off everything and putting your phone in the box it's different ways it's being selective about where you're spending your time absolutely yeah it's about finding what works for you and maybe what works for you is you know locking your phone away in a box maybe that sounds ideal to you and you'd love to get that break from your phone but it doesn't have to be that way it's about what what works for you I think one of the biggest problems that like we face um lately is like we always have this feeling like we need to be on and like for a lot of jobs, like a lot of jobs could rely on social media. Like, for example, Jazz and I working in the radio, we need to know what's going on. If there's big celebrity news or if there's world news or if there's a if there's a TikTok trend, like we really have to be on top of everything because we have to be be seen to know what, what what's going on. So if, if someone's job really relies on social media, how do you find the happy medium between work and also enjoying the apps in your downtime? Yeah, that's a really great point. I think a key thing is setting boundaries both with yourself and with your workplace. So there's two things here. If there's an expectation from your employer that they expect you to kind of always be on in that way, then that's not good. And it's something that you need to have a conversation about because we all deserve to have that downtime where we're not thinking about work. But as you said, if if work is social media and then also social media is your downtime, it's very difficult to like, you know, separate the two. And I think another thing for setting boundaries with yourself is to maybe think about what hours you're going to do that sort of social media research during and say maybe after this time in the evening I'm going to try and cut back on using social media and try to avoid it because it makes me think about work and it could also be having work accounts and personal accounts so that you know the things that you need to follow for work are in one account but then once you've kind of switched into at home mode for the evening you can switch over to your personal accounts or maybe it's just friends and family so those are a few ways you could set the boundary. I've heard so many people talk about recently um this instant gratification and what I mean by that is I'm pretty sure it's certainly certainly is like this for me I'm pretty sure it's like this for 99% of people at our age that when you wake up in the morning the very first thing you do is reach for your phone and start scrolling because you will have so many notifications that have built up over the night from group chats and whatnot and as soon as you wake up like eyes barely open barely knowing what day or time it is you're sucked into instagram and sucked into whatsapp and you're scrolling straight away i believe the powers that be call it instant gratification and am i right in saying this isn't actually that good for you well yeah that that's a really great point i mean so many of us keep our phones right beside the bed and like you know last thing we look at at night first thing we look at in the morning and it it kind of means that you're not taking the time 
for yourself to just like settle into the day it's kind of like mindless consumption of social media because you're, you're doing it before you've even fully woken up your eyes are barely open and you're, you're kind of already cl- like plugged into this so definitely it's it's better if we can maybe try and establish routines like healthy habits in the morning where we get up and we don't pick up the phone straight away maybe it's even if it's just that you get up and you go and you know you go to the bathroom or you go to the kitchen and you get a glass of water make your tea do that kind of thing and then you can go and and have a look at your phone so it's it's kind of about your routine and healthy habits and it's something that you need to train yourself to do because we're all trained at the moment to just reach straight for the phone so it's just a matter of kind of really working to introduce that new routine into your day yeah that's a really important point because I know I'm even just thinking about my own morning routine like sometimes it's terrible sometimes I'll end up falling asleep with my phone in my actual bed like it's not even on a bedside locker like it's at my foot or at my leg Um, but they do say it's 21 days to break a habit but it's so hard like I tried to do that where I wouldn't look at the news until 12 o'clock in the day and I couldn't do it and like I found that the COVID news was getting really heavy it was really getting in on me and I know Jazz you tried something similar of just not checking the case numbers and all that every single day but it's it's really hard to avoid I mean like you turn on the radio you turn on the TV you check any social media site there's some Thing related to COVID or the news but it's it's really hard to say I'm not going to look at that today because a lot of the time you come across it even just by accident. Yeah it is really hard and I suppose again because social media and online news and everything is just a part of our lives now um, it's, it's hard to avoid. I think an important thing is not to be hard on yourself because that's just the world that we're living in um, and you kind of just need to catch yourself whenever you can and once you catch yourself you can say okay do I actually want to be doing this do I want to be scrolling through Twitter right now or do I want to put my phone down and do something else and instead of beating yourself up about it just be like oh whoops didn't mean to do that and kind of move on to something else yeah, yeah. and Twitter specifically can be toxic at the best of times oh, I hate but, it I got rid of the app off my phone yeah. I hate it <laughs> but uh, I did do that because I, I, I kind of wanted to do it as, as an experiment a couple of months ago I was like do you know what I it wasn't that the case numbers every day were affecting me. I could see them, read them, be somewhat impartial to them. Like they weren't getting me down. But I'd heard people talk about how they don't have push notifications on for the case numbers, the daily COVID case numbers. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to try it for a week or two and just see um, how it affects me or if I become oblivious to it. And for the first week, even though I, I turned off the push notifications for all the news apps, I muted COVID, case numbers, daily figures, all these buzzwords around figures and daily numbers on Twitter, did all of that. And still, at one point or another, through TV, radio, news, different articles and websites, I still got them. Like You, you can't mute yourself that much. Like They're, they're pumped into your face. Eventually, I, uh, <laughs> I managed to... In the last couple of weeks, I can avoid them somewhat. Like if I see them, it's grand. I'm not being like, oh, I've, I saw them today, which I was doing at the start. But now when I when I think during the week, like, do I actually know how many case numbers there are on a given day? I actually don't. And and I'm, I'm kind of sad that I proved myself wrong, but it's in a positive way. I am more oblivious to the fact that I don't know what the case numbers are for the last couple of days. And you know what? They're less relevant now because vaccines are on the up. So even yeah. by doing that, it actually has, I think, improved um, my, I don't know, my attitude, my mental state around the case numbers just by actually muting it all. But it was really hard to actually 
get them out of your head and out of your vision and stuff for the first couple of weeks. Yeah, definitely. And and another thing as well, maybe to, to remember is that it is possible to still be informed without knowing what's happened straight away. Like we don't have to have push notifications telling us that this this happened one minute ago, we can kind of, you can kind of set a time at the end of the day or at the beginning of the day where you're going to have a look at the news and then avoid the push notifications for the rest of the day. So you can still be informed without having to have that, you know, breaking news coming up on your phone all the time. And if anyone is feeling a little bit overwhelmed with all of the news or maybe they feel like their mental health has been impacted from spending so much time on social media over the last 12 months, um, what services are available available to them to reach out to? Yeah, absolutely. And it's totally understandable if the news is getting you down or if you are feeling kind of overwhelmed by all of this social media use. So um, if you do need to talk to someone, you can text hello to 50808 and you can connect with a trained volunteer 24-7. Deadly stuff. Amazing. Hannah from spunout.ie, thank you so much for joining us on the Zoo Crew. Thanks so much. Mind yourself with spunout.ie.